Thank you for playing uh, another one of the, the videos here. Um, I believe we finally have, yes, Kona, we finally have you. Oh, it's Hi. a pleasure to meet you, Annie. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is so amazing and so nice. I was just uh, messaging you that right now it's super windy and super active outside. So um, if anything cuts off, that's the reason why uh, just connection. But that's technology for you. But I'm so happy to be here. I'm yeah. glad you were able to join us. Yeah. And hopefully the winds will quiet and um, they have heard you and they will quiet down during this time. Um, yeah. And you're down in Taos Pueblo? Mm-hmm, Taos Pueblo, New Mexico, uh, farthest northern tribe here in New Mexico. So we're like living right up near the Rockies. So um, we get all of the all of the good weather, all the good seasons. All right, so tell us about who you are, why you are, what your path is, how you walk, you know, the work that you're yeah. doing. Yeah, so um, my name is Kona Maribal. I'm coming obviously from Taos Pueblo, New Mexico as um, an indigenous native to this land. Um, we also are associated and call each other the Red Willow people. Um, I am a Taos Pueblo youth advocate. Um, I'm all about advocating, walking your talk, inspiring to be inspired, um, and just really, really respecting yourselves in order to respect others and respect the land that you're on, um, respecting that, you know, our ancestors fought and sacrificed so much for us to still walk these lands today. Um, and as of right now, I am constantly a student of life. Um, I have dedicated myself to just be of service to, you know, the indigenous people of the world. Um, I've officially become a, a business owner. So I'm officially a proud business owner of Kona's Pharmacy with an F. So instead of a PH, um, you know, pharmaceutical pharmacy, it's, it's a farm because I grew up in a farming community. Um, I was literally, as soon as I was born, I was put into the fields, you know, learning how to channel water, learning the importance of rocks when they need, where they need to be and where they don't need to be. Um, understanding the, the importance of traditional crops, traditional seeds, and, and knowing that you can't touch them or harm them because they've been literally passed on for generations and generations. So growing up in that way, I really found that my calling was, um, you know, not only plant medicine, but how uh, like literally every herb and every plant that we have um, is associated with an ailment that we have. So whether it be uh, a, a sore throat, you know, you go outside and you walk 10 steps and you can find a remedy for sore throats. Um, or it be, you know, how to recover from addiction or depression or anxiety, which is unfortunately really happening um, in, the, in the youth. 
So I knew that I needed to figure out a system where I could balance between both worlds and being an indigenous person, I feel as though like I can probably or I can definitely say that it is difficult to to navigate in both worlds, to go outside and to um, have to maneuver in the Western white man's world and then go back home and really, really maintain your traditions, um, continue to practice your your culture and your language and the song and the dance. Um, and so that was kind of really what brought me to where I'm at today. And uh, like I said, you know, I'm a student of life. I'm not claiming to to know and everything, but I just definitely want to be there for for the next generation to to say like there is light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here. You know, I'm I'm walking this talk as well. Like let's let's continue this journey together. And you get to be a wonderful bridge for that next generation. You know, there are younger ones behind you. You get to be a bridge, which is key. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, because you know, growing up, I I really was seeking for that. Um, I was always, you know, you know, it was cool to see like the Cowboys and Indians movies or whatever, but it was like, why can't we just um, be normal or like, why can't we just be in the media just like any other minority? And so, um, you know, 2020 and 2021, how indigenous people are really using that and, and um uplifting each other is so beautiful and i'm so happy to be in this time right now because i i definitely wish that i had that when i was 10 11 12 whatever age you are um growing up and so as long as i can can truly hold that then then i'm doing a good job <laughs> yeah I, I i would say that um your ancestors your parents i'm sure they are very proud of the work that you've been doing yeah yes thank you it's um it's it's definitely a journey uh because all you know i just really love um working amongst people whether you know they're 20 years older than me or 20 years younger than me uh and and that sometimes may be my teachers or my parents um because i do believe that you know we are all human we can all learn from each other whether you're, like I said, you know, 20 years or older or younger, you know, we learn from each other. Um, and so for a good example, it's like I'll learn something from my parents and then they'll teach me something and I'll teach them something and vice versa with my with my siblings that I have. And it's just a beautiful circle of life. We can certainly learn from each other, that's for sure. I think now would be the perfect time to go to your video. Hi, everybody. My name is Kona Maribel. I'm coming from Taos Pueblo, New Mexico, the farthest northern tribe here in New Mexico. I'm here with the beautiful Maya. Um, I am so honored and privileged to be speaking to you all about um, the importance of herbs and traditional medicines and how that relates to our Mother Earth and our Father Sky and all of our seven elements um, and this is just really exciting because I'm excited to, to dive deep into our conversation. Um, and I guess that's a little bit just about 
who and what I am other than I'm a Taos Pueblo Youth Advocate. Um, <clears throat> I work alongside with Earth Guardians. Um, I'm super passionate and honored to just be of service to humankind, especially uh, my Indigenous people, as well as being inspired to be inspired. So without further ado, hi Maya, how are you? Hi Kona, uh, I'm also feeling really honored um, to be speaking alongside you because you're very inspirational um, and to everyone here for this Earth Day uh, live event. Um, so yeah, this message is pre-recorded, but we're already um, thinking about Earth Day because, um, you know, every day is Earth Day, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I think... Um, you know, to introduce myself, I just would want to say, Nyokak Sutin Maya, Nyokak Kani Ketrawarmi, Nyokak Yawi Albuquerque, New Mexico, Pachi Cancuna. My name is Maya, and I'm um, I'm Quechua, um, on my father's lineage, um, and I'm calling from or speaking from. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, originally, originally Tiwa territory. And, um, and yeah, I just wanted to thank everyone um, for being part of this event. Um, we're going to be speaking today about um, tincture and tinctures and syrups. Cone and I, we both, um, we both really like have um, this urge to like communicate and like take care of like our plant relatives and at the same time allow our plant relatives to take care of us so um we want to talk a little bit about ethical um tincture and syrup making and um how how to do that um and and yeah maybe Kona wants to share something else um if not I can talk more about that but yeah Kona yeah, no. would you like anything else to say no that's really really good um we just want to touch base on how that relates to the protection of our mother earth and and how important it is to to protect what you may think as you know weeds you know there's here in new mexico a lot of dandelion or nettles um or just wild <clears throat> wild flowers that turn um into weeds that the majority of the population um really just labels that and so they they put roundup they'll put uh, pesticide control on different plots of the area um, and that's that's really obviously really really unsafe really really um, hazardous and we have to really protect the fact that these these elements are are specifically here for a reason right I mean each plant each herb each insect each animal each um, living organism living being is here specifically for a reason and um, we have to protect each other. We have to be the voice for those who don't have a voice. Um, and so that's kind of how I want to, to play out a little bit today on, um, on Earth Day, you know, because like Maya said, every day is Earth Day. Um, and it's important to, to give and receive, you know, this is, the, this is the give and the receiving. And so for me, plants really called me when, um, when I was really, really young, because I knew that each one had a significant benefit that could help my community and communities all across Turtle Island. Um, and it's just really beautiful to see how it plays out, right? I mean, Maya, like, I know that you're, you're in the same community as well. Like, what, what have you 
come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, something that I that you made me think of when you were talking just now is how like a lot of people, um, let's say for example, they'll notice there's like a plant, they'll misclassify it as like a weed or like a pest, right? And so then they'll use like, um, like strong chemical like um, products and that really damages um, not just that current plant, but also like the reproduction of that plant and like the soil health. And so I'm thinking when you were mentioning that, I was thinking about how plants find us for a reason. You know what I mean? So if you're noticing something around you, it's really important to tune into actually what that plan is trying to tell you. And it made me think of this one time. It was when I was first starting to learn really about like the different kind of um, plants that that were native to the areas that I was living in. And at the time I was in Lenape Hoking on New York and um, there's mugwort like all over New York, you know, and um, mugwort is known um, to calm, to aid sleeping rest right so then I was with a relative and my sister was saying how mugwort knows that the city is like very like energetic and like and so it's kind of like signaling that to like you know all give bodies a rest and like not you know there's a lot of anxiety in cities often um and a lot of just like over I guess like a lot of commotion and like overstimulation so it really taught me like a like when I remember hearing about that and I just felt like sharing it because it made me think about like well I think if we stopped and actually paid attention instead of trying to like um exactly like just you know classify it as this or just like just because it seems annoying or 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 you've heard bad things about it or you know like you really have to take the time to like actually understand what the message is that the plant is telling us um, because I think that it can not only help us um, treat Earth better, but also it can give us signals. It can signal messages that we ourselves and us as a collective need yeah. to hear. Yeah. So I think that's like something that um, that has been guiding me to and paying attention um, and like what 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 we should really be looking out for, um, not like what to control or what to like make more attractive, but we should be paying attention to like what the things that are are growing what they are really around us um not just on the floor but like above us too like the trees and and yeah (laughs) yeah no that's a that's a good point that you that you speak about because um I've I've had that realization so much so many times where I've now just said um look at what's in your yard like is it milk thistle you know it's like is is are you dealing with liver problems, you know, liver issues, you know, it's like the earth knows what it needs to give you. And unfortunately we're not, you know, reciprocating that, but it's still trying its best. It's still trying to, to give us that pharmacy that we, that we, um, that we need. And I feel like that was that point that you have made, like, was the main reason why I created my, my business, which is Kona's pharmacy with an F. So instead of pH, like pharmaceutical Western medicines, it's, it's with an F because I was born and raised in, in, um, you know, in a farm farming community. And so at a young age, I was adapted to that. I knew how to channel the water. I knew what it meant that, um, the sequias are dry, you know, our ditches, when, when there's not a good runoff and then how can we pray during the winter and how everything aligns in a specific way, just for a good harvest and just for a better tomorrow. 
And so, um, yeah, like I said, you know, at a really young age, I, I learned how to germinate a seed and to, to know what good soil feels like and to, to really, um, to really sit with that and then sit with the pain as well, because earthwork is not easy, you know, and that's majority of the reason why we, as the human race have stopped because it's, it's, it's rough to get up every morning at a certain time, um, at the crack of dawn and to go to your fields and to work on that land until a certain time and then do that again and again and again and again. Um, and I'm just trying to, as a, as a youth of this generation, I'm just really trying to, to bring that awareness to my other fellow peers, um, that the earth knows exactly what it's doing. And, and, um, you know, everything that we see, everything that we need is already here or else it wouldn't be here. Um, especially yeah. in our region, right. Cause it's, it's really important to, to, to note that, to always see those things, especially if you're traveling to different places to pay homage and to pay respects to the, um, the ancestors that, that were there before you and to the plants and to the, the, like I said before, the living, the other living things, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So one thing that Conan and I wanted to talk about, um, and kind of just segues perfectly into what we're talking, what we're currently talking about, um, is well, it's, we wanted to talk about bear root, um, or one of the names is, is Osha root, um, which maybe you may have. It's been quite popular, I would say, or common, um, yeah. common name, and a lot of people who are into um, herb work, um, and making. Um, and I just wanted to start oh, the conversation there. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm over here. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And um, hi, Osha. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about how I was um, built my relationship with it because Osha is um, to start off with it has it's um, it's pretty rare, like it's endangered and it's over harvested and it's a very um, strong plant. I mean, even root. I'm sorry. Um, it's even the smell, you know, like if you could smell like what was just in front of the screen, it's, it's very like, intense in a good way, of course, I mean, um, but it's very powerful is what I'm, you know, alluding to. And when I first heard about Osha, I was really far from where Osha traditionally or bare root traditionally um, is found. I was in New York because this was, you know, where I was raised. And I just remember like always having like a lot of respect for it because um, the relative, um, my uncle, my uncle who had, who had some and shared some with me would always like tell us that, like that it's like very, like very, hard to come by it's very hard and I've really like, always like expected it and was just kind of like wow like I would love to one day work more with OSHA because because of the fact that it was over harvested it made me like um because I just wanted to like you know like it to like um to not be so I wanted to like I want to work with it so I can like plant with it and cultivate it and, or just support people who are, are doing that anyways and then a few years later I relocated to Tiwa territory um to the southwest to New Mexico and just like having putting that out there like I remember just praying about like how I actually really wanted to work more with OSHA and especially this was um because I, I had moved right after the pandemic pretty much so I remember like when the pandemic was starting I was like, really thinking about OSHA and really thinking about how like it could like help a lot of the respiratory um problems that are happening um 
nationally, you know, and, and internationally. And I was thinking about what OSHA would have to say about that and how, how like that medicine, how that route can like help us out. So I remember like shortly after moving, um, there was a woman who, who was just always had that bear root with her. And she said that was her medicine. And I don't know, I just like, I don't want to, I guess, share too much. But essentially what happened was I actually learned how to harvest bear root in a really like ethical way um, from someone who was like actually from that region. And I guess why I'm sharing this is because it's like plants, um, you know, like natural, the natural world roots, like it finds you, but you really have to like not like impose yourself you know what I mean because I never was like I'm gonna go on I'm gonna find bear and I'm gonna like it actually just like literally was like knock knock like let's go harvest you know and then I am still learning in that process too of like how to like harvest it on my own and one thing for starters you know and this was I, I even knew this like the very first conversations I had about it um was that since it's bare root medicine you leave it alone during the winter months you know what I mean like that's just like that's just like one of the first things I remember hearing about it. And I think that's like, for me, that like symbolizes like what, like this whole um, culture of like cons- consumation, even like food, you know, which is a big one, like how eat seasonally, you know what I mean? Like we don't have to have access to herbs, to roots, to foods, to like fruits, you know, um, all the time, all the time. And then even like while learning that, I realized the same thing goes with people you know what I mean like we have to like be like it's like it's very like it's a very like I guess it's like a, a circle you know like it's like you, you can't just like have complete access to something all the time and I think as like an herbalist that's something that's like absolutely fundamental to know and um and to and 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 like that lesson is just like still like carried with me and um and yeah I, I and and yeah I, I just want to see if Kona has anything else to say but I know she also works with bare root and I'm interested in what she has to say about like the first time she was um, learning how to harvest or learning about the root. Yeah. So, so our mountains here on the Pueblo are, um, are ours. And so they're, they're closed off to any outside harvesting, outside hunting, outside anything basically. And I'm really, really fortunate for that because even though in the outside world, um, OSHA is, is very scarce and that does really mm-hmm. break my heart because it shouldn't be like that. Um, but unfortunately it is to a lot of mainstream industries, just like sage and white sage and cedar, you know, it's, it's been, um, mobilized. It's been very spoken about to the point where people, everybody needs it. And so, um, a lot of storefronts I'm noticing are starting to sell a lot, um, and yes, they are considered, you know, herbal stores, but at, at what extent, you know, because it's not um, thought out, it's not prayed over, it's not um, how I was taught to do these certain things. But I, I grew up with this plant always in my house. Um, I was always um, taught to just carry that always in your medicine bag. Um, and and it was kind of like a first aid herb without me knowing that it was a first aid herb. It was, um, because you can pull out a root and you can, um, chew it. Like Maya was saying, you know, for the respiratory, um, it's good for like bad breath. It's good for, um, like stomach aches. Um, it's good for protection. Um, and it's good in teas and waters just for in general overall use. But 
a lot of the times when I used to go out, um, it, it lives really, really, really far away. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, it lives really, really far away and really up high in the mountains. And I think honestly that it's protecting itself because I feel like the herbs, you know, um, plants are alive and I don't really see an argument with that, you know, plants are alive and that's just that. So I feel like they know how to protect themselves to a certain extent. And so I feel like it did travel up higher and higher just because they knew that um, the majority of the, the population wouldn't be walking and, and going to, to collect these things um, unless you were that true one that, that understands that you have to work really hard for what you want. And it's the same with earth, you know, it's the same with the earth work, like I was speaking about, it's not easy, but you know, it's like, I feel as though society has made things come so fast, so quickly. So like now, 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 but that's not how we were raised as people. You know, we're supposed to put in a little bit of effort in order to receive, um, like I was saying, once again, you know, that giving and receiving. Um, and so I, right now, as of right now, this is what I have. And until I can go and harvest again, when the time is right, um, I'm okay with this, you know, and I'm content with this. And, and when people come to me asking for medicine, I'm not stingy. I'm not, um, mm. I'm not saying, Oh, this is the only thing that I have. And this is all that I have. And this is like, this is the end of the world because I know if I take care of this plant, it's going to take care of me. You know, mm -hmm. it's going to come, like you said, Maya, like it's going to come knocking at my door when the time is needed, when the time, when the universe, whatever, you know, higher beings that you believe in is going to come and that's going to, you know, be the time that you need it. Um, but right now I don't have it with me, but I'll usually make like either um, like apple cider, vinegar, tinctures, um, like glycerin. It's like this weird goopy <laughs> stuff. Um, or I'll, use sometimes majority of the time, which is, this is like, um, 97% proof, um, uh, liquor that, that helps preserve and concentrate and pulls like extracts the, the herb. And this is actually made from spring water. That's, um, from our, from our Valley, not our Taos Pueblo Valley, but you know, like our next door neighbors. Um, so like, this is, this is the, the cleanest and the purest that I could find around me. And I don't ever want to advocate anything other than the most cleanest, purest water, um, the most cleanest, purest herbs, the most purest, cleanest intentions and thoughts and, and um, feelings around the, the work that I do. Um, because it's important, you know, you're, you're initially giving ancient traditional medicines back to our people, back to me, back to my family. Um, and it goes back to like treating others the way that you would like to be treated. And I do feel like that's the same with earth, you know, um, treat the earth the way that you would want to be treated. You know, it's like, if that's not your trash, pick it up anyways, you know, um, if, if you see something floating around, pick it up anyways, recycle it, um, make something creative out of it. You know, I've been recycling this jar for, I don't know, two years, maybe <laughs> like it's been a while and I recycle all of my jars and and that's just, that's just the, the beauty of the work that I do is just, um, it's just taking care of each other and you can feel it. You can yeah. feel that reciprocity. Yeah. 
So how? Yeah, I love Kona what you said about not binge too, because I, even when I when I was invited by this um like relative to to go harvest oceans like I felt like wow like first I just felt like okay honored too of course but then at the same time like I just always remember how like even w- even before she actually invited me to harvest she would say like do you need does your community meet because I know that you can't get this in New York because even though I was living in Tiwa mm-hmm. and I'm still living in Tiwa she knew where I was from mm-hmm. and so she her first like I remember the first conversations we had around that was like do you need something to bring back to your community and I feel like that's like something that's like what I like love about being native out of that many things is like we're always looking out for each other yeah. like for me like, um you know like I was mentioning I'm half Quechua right and so one of our main one of our main one of the Quechua people's like main um herbal I guess medicines remedies is the coca leaf and the coca leaf is like it's not like it's over harvested but one thing about it is that it's very it is very hard to come by because of the um politicalization of it and the criminalization of it because of its association with um cocaine um even though it is not cocaine and it's not a drug so if if i had some here it's because i actually yeah they're completely different like like opposite ends of the spectrum one is active and bloody and terrible and the other one is like life-giving light like medicine like and it's also like it also actually helps with respiratory funny enough and a bunch of other things like giving you coca is good for giving you energy coca is good for staying awake and that's actually like our people like we're um like a lot of um Quechua people are minors so they that has become a very heavily associated medicine for specifically for minors because it keeps them up when they work um because they work like long hours and often during the night so what I'm what I what I want to share too is like I just know like if I have cookie here which I which I do like carry some always because it's part of my medicine bundle, it's because like someone went through a really hard time getting past customs to make it all the way from the Andes mountains to New York and 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 several times that someone has been me like I've been like questioned for bringing coca like from South America to here, I've been um I've been put aside on lines um I've had coca thrown away in front of my face and um tsa airports in the airports sorry um by t- from tsa and i remember the first time that i had that happen to me where it was just like they took my suitcase opened it and threw away all the coke i had brought i literally cried because i just felt like it was like something that like indigenous people have been faced with for a while is also which is like another conversation too but i feel like it's important to have because it's very it's very interconnected to this conversation of how our natural medicines are also have been made to be like illegal and criminalized, exactly. you know? Exactly. So, um, so what I'm saying is like, I just remember like her being so open to sharing the OSHA. Like I was like, ah, it's like probably like how I would just be so open to sharing coca because nothing is ours at the same time, you know? And I just think that it's like, but it takes, it takes a person really, um, it, it, it takes for someone to like really think about like, how to know where the line is because I feel like there is a line there you know like I did it once and I'm not sure when the next time I'll do it again is but like Gona had said about she's okay with whatever she has it's like I feel the same way you know because it's like you don't just ask 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 mother right you like listen more than anything yeah someone said to me the other day and I thought this was so like funny so I just want to share on this recorded message creator gave us two ears two eyes 
two two nose well, two nostrils and one mouth yeah <laughs> so i heard of that i was like wow right <laughs> it makes sense like we just have you know we have to yeah it just makes sense and that's something that i was always taught is just like listen and you know what like as i've i've always been made fun of the way that i think but it's like even sitting with a plant and listening to that plant you know, like, it's going to tell you something, it's going to really like, sit down with you and say, Oh, you want to have this conversation. And sometimes it's a more profound conversation than with an actual human being where they're speaking these, this, this language, right. And I love that because it, I want to advertise, I want to advocate um, the, the understanding of, of doing those certain things and normalizing it, you know, like, so many times where people have come to me and say, Kona, like, um, you know, I, I'm not feeling good or I want to get a simple, like, let me give an example of like a simple, um, remedy of like, um, dandelion root, you know, that's, that's a overgrown weed, but actually you can use literally the whole entire plant and for each and every little thing is going to be different, but something that is, is a common use for it is, um, making dandelion root coffee, um, for people who are trying to, to reduce their caffeine intake, their coffee intake, but still need that, um, that taste and that craving and everything. And it literally tastes like a mocha coffee. It's so delicious. And it's so yet nutrition, um, nutritional because it has, you know, your vitamin D, your vitamin A, your vitamin E, like it has so many amazing benefits that the list goes on and on and on but to really sit with those um to sit with those you know those questions and those thoughts and those answers and those plants and everything like that I'm trying to inspire the young you know the younger generation that it doesn't have to be just me like I want you to go out and I want you to to um to harvest you know like come on like the boat with me and like, let's do this together. Let's teach each other. Um, let's make a better tomorrow for each other initially. Like yeah. let's make a, a, a grand community again, you know, like let's, let's do these little things that, that um, our ancestors fought so, so hard for. Yeah. I love that. I love that Kona. And I think that's like a really good place also to like, I guess I don't like to say end, but until next time, um, continue the conversation or pause the conversation um, because it really is just about like paying more attention and listening and being good, being good to each other and to ourselves. And, and I like that too. Like, I like how, I just like how like me and you were like, let's talk about herbs. You know what I mean? Cause we yeah. anything about anything on earth day, I can we talk about the dams. I could talk about, the, the oil extraction and the Amazon, you know, it's like pipelines, but it's like really like, it's really good to just tune in words. And I love what you said in the beginning about like, what, what do you see in your backyard? Right. Because that's like the closest to you in proximity. And even just there, you can do a lot. You can learn a lot and you can act and be like, uh, you know, like uh, an earth guardian <laughs> and a plant guardian, you know, and a, and a air guardian. And yeah, I just, I guess that's all I have to share for now, but yeah, pleasure yeah. to talk to you and to share with all of everyone listening. 
Yes, thank you, everyone. I hope that you have an amazing, blessed day, evening, afternoon, night. Um, always be kind to one another and yourself. And just know that they're, you know, we're here and we're, we're strong and we're resilient and we're powerful and we can do whatever we put our minds to. Um, and just to be kind, you know, be kind to the ones that don't have a voice. Uh, thank you so much, Maya, for sitting with me and, and conversing. This was really fun. Um, a good way to celebrate Earth for sure, because this is my whole life. I love, I love just, I just love love, you know, it's just so yummy. Um, but yeah, until next time, I think. So thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye. To find out more about Kona and Maya and the work that they do with herbs and traditional medicines, you can reach them both at earthguardians.org or check out Kona's Instagram at kona.sunrise.